It's derby time. Come on, tell your friends. We'll go to many distant lands. With Dan the coach and Jackie the skater, the fun will never end. It's derby time. Welcome to the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. This is Jackie Bauer. Thank you for joining me today on the path to becoming better athletes, teammates, leaders, and human beings. Hi friends, I cannot believe it is Champs Week. I am leaving on Thursday and going to Montreal. I cannot wait getting in the car with Coach Dan and a couple of friends going on a long road trip. I think it's something like 14 hours. It's gonna be pretty wild and crazy. And then uh, stay until Monday morning, coming back to Michigan. Uh, If you see me at Champs, feel free to say hi. I love it when people say hi. I might look startled because that's my that's my face when people tap me on the shoulder. But once you say the magic words, something along the lines of, hi, I listened to Power Through the Fourth Whistle, I, my face will light up with glee and I will be happy to talk with you. <laughs> but at first I'll just be wondering if I'm in your way. <laughs> Awkward. So, a few things I want to get out of the way before we get onto the episode where I chat with my good longtime friend and teammate, Bellatrix Lestrangle, about our bracket predictions for champs. I want to tell you about a couple of things going on here. Um, we're going to go Friday night after the game to Beijing in Chinatown. It's a nice late night place you can eat. It was on Miracle Whip's list of recommendations. So if you wanna do a Power Through the Fourth Whistle meetup, feel free to come on and join us and say hi. I'll, I'll put on my shark punching hoodie so that you can find me more easily. <laughs> um, yeah, come on by after the last game. We're going to head over there right after and get some lovely Chinese food because that sounds delightful after a long day of derby. And I'm really excited that there's food I like to eat that's open super late. Oh, that'll be nice. The other thing I'm excited to tell you about is this particular episode is brought to you by my bout book. Well, what's that? Well, let me tell you. Do you want to keep a record of your derby journey? Do you love stats like me, super big nerd? Do you want to remember what wheels you wore at that venue you went to last year and you're going to go again this year and you're like, what was it? I can't tell from the photo. You can do all this stuff by keeping track in my bout book. It's a lovely notebook. It has areas where you can fill in information about notes, fill in information about feelings, some blank pages for when you go to like a clinic or something. I actually got one of these as a gift from my sister. I didn't even know this was a thing, but once I got it, I was like, oh, this is perfect for me. I'm such a dork. I love tracking things. I'm all about tracking workouts and to-do lists. So it's only natural that I should keep a record of my development as a player over time so I can celebrate my successes and learn from my, you know, mistakes that I definitely make. <laughs> and I filled the pages so quickly, I had to get another one just, just recently. They sent me one, which is super great. But I've got one here just for you. Do you want a chance to win this bout book? And I'm throwing in a Power Through the Fourth Whistle button and sticker. I want you to go to Instagram at Power Fourth Whistle and you can see all the information there. It's like simple Instagram giveaway contest stuff. You know, follow Power Fourth Whistle, follow at my bout book, like the post, tag three friends in the comments, and uh, it'll go until Tuesday night. And then I will pick a winner and send it to you. I'm really excited. This is our first giveaway. So, you know, get pumped. And now that we're super pumped, let's go to the recording 
of my lovely, fun conversation with my friend, Bella. I apologize in advance. There were children playing basketball. You can hear them in the beginning of the video. And someone absolutely walks in at one point and interrupts us. And I tried to edit it out, but if you listen real close, you just might catch it. So that'll be a fun Easter egg for you to find. Here we go. Yay, it's Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. Again, we're doing a prediction show. I've got my friend Bella here with me. Hi, Bella. Hi. You might remember Bella from last year's Champs episode. I know we did the Champs recap together. Yep. Did we do Champs predictions too? I Maybe one. I don't think we did. We, did enough. we definitely did not do the championship weekend predictions. Maybe we did an earlier... Because I feel like you were there multiple episodes, but I can't remember which ones now. Yeah, me too. Well, welcome back. Thanks for having I, me. I missed you so much. I did so much talking by myself. For the last ones. Yeah, it was so lonely. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I'm really happy to have you here because it's really fun to hear other people's opinions and talk back and forth about roller derby. And we are talking about the International WFTDA Championships taking place in Montreal. It's going to be amazing. And I'll apologize up front. There are children playing basketball in another room. We're just going to be louder than them. I can definitely be louder than children playing basketball. Excellent. So let's talk about the first game that is taking place. Game one, Friday at 10 a.m. This is Texas Roller Girls versus Philly Roller Derby. Texas is currently ranked number seven in the world. And Philly is ranked number eight. So right now, these two are as close as close can be. And let's talk about what happened at their playoffs already this year. Uh, according to my notes, Texas at playoffs, first they faced Atlanta, and the score was 167 to 96. They won by 71 points. Then they faced Dos Por Cuatro, who is also at champs this year, and they won 143 to 58 by 85 points. And then, although they came in as the number one seed, Texas lost to Angel City by 47 points. The score was 73 to 120. Did you get to watch that playoff? I have not watched any of it, actually. I worked the Friday, and I didn't have a pass, and nope. Okay. I haven't caught up. All right. Um, well, Texas looks about where they were the rest of the season. Um, they are heavily depending on superstar jammer freight train who can do anything and everything she has definitely excelled and become all types of jammer like yeah. she's she talked about the different types of jammers you might need on a team she can do any of those spots which is really great like she has all the elements she has all the the things you might want for coaching to put out in any situation it's great meanwhile she is still joined by grace lightning uh, Haas the Boss was there. I, this is Haas the Boss's last year. Oh, I have makes heard. Me sad. Yeah. Um, and you've still got in the blocker rotation Peace Force, Stoner, Debella Ball, Bo Jackson. Like lots of great players on that team. But Philly, welcome back to Champs Philly. Philly is having like a wonderful like coming back party here. Um, I, I am so excited for them. At their playoff, they played against Montreal, and it was looking for the score on my sheet. Oh, here it is. Um, at halftime, it was a difference of only 20 points, but the final score was 181 to 147 in favor of Montreal. Uh, before that, though, they played London. The final score was 199 to 121, and... My notes on that one were that London played a really great even game in the second half, but lost by 70 in the first half. Otherwise, those two teams were really good together. And then they played Crime City for that last spot to go to champs. And that was, that was tough because I really wanted both teams to go. <laughs> I hate when I want both teams to go. Oh, that, there's a lot of amazing players on both teams. And it was a game of lots of penalties. More of them were for Crime City. And Philly really dialed in. They wanted their first trip to champs in years, and they won 156 to 104. And Philly, they've got Reptar, formerly oh. of Arch Rival. That's a big get. Um, Herman, formerly known as Herman Munster, 
They've got Persephone, Buenos Dias, Rousey. They, they have a lot of jammers. And blockers, they've still got Teflon Donna, Russian Bayou, Built to Spill, Jail Bars, Meryl Stripper, and Frankenstein, Tramagachi, and Vanessa Seitz. I guess Vanessa Seitz is okay at roller derby. She's kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's going to win the first game of championships 2019, Bella? All right, so they're really evenly matched, like you said, and I know Texas is the higher seed. I don't think that the seeding always matters, but I really have always been a fan of Texas. I think they've got um, a deep bench of skaters that have played together for a really long time, and I'm calling this Texas. I, I think this is one of those ones where it could go either way because of how both teams have been playing. Uh, they have both been playing so well, and I think this will be a really fun game to watch. But I think there's just so much institutional knowledge for Texas. They've been at champs many years consecutively and have done well for many years. And I think that their coaching has always been really on point with figuring out matchups, understanding like when to rest jammers and when to play them, sometimes saving a, a special shiny jammer for the second half. And I, all of that, I think, just gives them an edge up on their competition in this first game. So I, I do think Texas is going to go forward, and I'm going to write that in right now. <laughs> it's in pen, so it's real. Yeah, it's totally real. All right, next one at noon on Friday, Montreal Roller Derby is the number nine in the world right now versus dos por cuatro number 10 in the world now i was noticing the top 10 teams in the world right now are all going to be at this championship that is not always the case when it comes to these rankings and i'm really excited for everybody yeah i think it's going to provide a lot of really great roller derby for the weekend well let's talk about dos por cuatro first they had six games um earlier in the season and then at playoffs they played Paris, won by 140 points, no problem. Played Texas, like I said before, lost by 85. And then they played Rainy City for this number three spot. It's always the most exciting game because it's the you go on or you go home. Yep. I mean, you do all go home, but <laughs> you don't just stay there. But it was Rainy City, 109, dos por cuatro, 172. They won by 63 points. And that is enough to be like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't going to go either way. Maybe we really won this game. <laughs> yeah, I have liked Dos Por Cuatro for a really long time. I like their style. I, I, I want to choose this game with my heart, mm -hmm. but I don't think I can. But let's talk about Montreal first. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, uh, first, I'll just name drop a few of the players on the team. Tropico Mechanica, Lulazan, uh, Todi, Rayo, like Maki Lambera, Pop Pop. Like All these players are so much fun to watch, and we've yeah. been watching them for years now. And this is the first South American team at Champs. Yeah, and that's big, and that's part of the reason my heart is so like, they can do it. It's very exciting. <laughs> but I don't think you can put anything past the home team, the host league, Montreal Roller Derby. At their playoff this year, they played Jacksonville, and it, they had amazingly tenacious defense. They had more options for jamming than Jacksonville had. Jacksonville had already played a game the night before, and the score of that game was 216 to 115. Montreal moved on. And then Montreal played Philly. It was a final score of 181 to 147. For Montreal, Montreal moved on again, and um, yeah, uh, they made it. <laughs> so, um, what I'm most excited about with Montreal is the crowd reaction that's going to be at this event because I remember the playoff that they hosted in the past, where they overcame Bay Area in that big exciting game. And the crowd was wild. And I want to see more of that all weekend. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, these two teams are really closely ranked also. 
And I think that Dos Por Cuatro is coming a long way and that maybe they have the heart where they could just like tough this out and do it. But I think it's really hard to overcome that home team, your track, your fans, and all of your people there, especially when you're this evenly matched. So as much as I would love to see Dos Por Cuatro take this, I really have to give it to Montreal. I am on the same page with you for this one. It's interesting, though, because in the other playoffs, you know, you would go by the seating coming in, and it would be 7 and 10 playing each other and 8 and 9 playing each other. And instead, the way things are currently ranked, we have 7 and 8 going against each other first and 9 and 10 going against each other first. Yeah. And I think that might have shaken things up. I mean, I think you might have had the same outcomes because I think Texas would have beaten two by four in that matchup but I think that then the underdog Montreal might have beaten Philly I think my predictions would have been the same but I think that the games would have been a lot different yeah I mean it was a very close game between Montreal and Philly last time it only it it shook out like less than 40 points and that's something that can swing either way based on um, different types of penalties and things Uh, it would have been interesting uh, so, yeah, let's talk about what happens next. Next is Friday at 2 p.m., and this is when we get to see number four in the world, Denver Roller Derby, versus currently number five in the world, Arch Rival. When I saw these two teams had to play each other again this year, I was so mad. <laughs> Because <laughs> I want both of these teams to go on. I don't want them to el- el- one of them to eliminate another. Why do you have to face each other first? You're breaking my heart, seedings. Yeah, I don't like this either. How did this bracket happen? Ah, oh, my heart. I can't even. I don't want to choose this. This isn't cool at all. I like both of these teams so dang much. Ah, oh. I think, you know, Denver, with the addition of Lady Trample this year, that's... That's a kind of a big deal for playoffs. That's another big weapon right there. I mean, yeah. Denver was already really strong yes. last year. Denver has all these strong players. You've got Skald Eagle, Lady Trample, Wilhelm, Klein, Andy in the jammer rotation. For blockers, Akers, Barrett, Blackman, Davidson, uh, Rubinsky. Cotton got some playing time at playoffs, too. And Bron Swanson is still an unknown. We don't know if Bron Swanson is going to be a champs or not. And we're probably going to be on the edges of our seats waiting to find out. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it'll be a really interesting game whether or not Bron is there. They have a really – their jam rotation is amazing. So that's kind of – it's kind of helpful to have a, a really great jammer rotation. Is it ever? Um, and Denver's just been – Running away with the score against a lot of teams that they've played this year. Um, just ran away with it against Crime City at the playoff. And then um, I, I just, I, I was really surprised at some of the scores at Thin Air Throwdown, too. Did you see those? I didn't. Well, let me see. I'm pulling up my notes here. Denver beat Victorian Roller Derby by 55 points at Thin Air Throwdown. It was super-duper exciting. And then they had this really close game against Gotham. Denver was ahead, like, the whole time. And then Gotham just got it in the end by, like, eight points. And there's this amazing video on Instagram of Misty Maven at home, like, being really excited and celebrating. She was pretty much in tears, so happy that it worked out. (laughs) So Denver looks really strong. And it's going to be against some strong competition. Arch Rival, we did not get to see as much this year just because they got that bye and didn't have to go to playoffs. They got the spot Denver had last year. So they might be a little bit more well-rested, but you also got to wonder, you know, will they be as prepared and everything? Their season earlier this year, they beat Angel City by 51 points. They crushed a bunch of other teams. They lost to Gotham by 35 points at La Classique Georgia W. Tush. And they were so close to beating Victoria at, at that same event, but lost by 17 points. 
it was also very, very exciting seeing like both like Denver, our tribal, like having close games against Victoria. Oh. Yeah, Arch is a team that I always enjoy watching, and I'm always kind of, like, rooting for them as the underdog. Like, I just kind of want them to do well. And it does really stink that these two teams are playing each other first because I would love to see both of them go on, and I know that it can't happen. Yeah, I mean, Brick Tater is one of my derby heroes. Love Brick Tater. Just so much fun to watch. Swanson is amazing. Um... Oh, what what's the name? Psycho Kid to Freak Out changed her name this year to Loki Doki. Oh. I love yeah. the new name. Oh my gosh. And just gets better every time you see her. Yep. And then, you know, of course the blockers are all really amazing too. They've got so many strong players on that team. And I'm I don't, <laughs> I don't want to pick a winner. But <laughs> I feel like it might be Denver. What do you think? Well, I, I'm i really rooting for the underdog, and I really... I picked Arch. I'm not sure... I'm not sure that it's the best choice if I look at stats and numbers, but my heart is choosing Arch, and this is one I feel like they kind of have an advantage. They're a little closer to Montreal than Denver is, so they don't have as much travel but but denver has been training in in very less air this is true <laughs> less air to more air is an advantage the, the air is going to be so thick in montreal <laughs> maybe their lungs will be so full of oxygen they won't be able to breathe at all i'm not sure <laughs> but i i think you know i was really like i was looking at rosters and i i know that trample is an asset for denver i just feel like this might be the year for arch Okay, that makes me feel better. You pick Arch, I'm going to pick Denver, and then one of us will win. Okay. And either way, like, one of us wins. Yeah, and we <laughs> both win because they're both really great teams. No matter who goes through, I'm going to be really happy for them because I really enjoy both of these teams so much. Dang it, first round. I hate you, first round. Okay, the next game at 4 o'clock is going to be Angel City Derby, currently ranked number six in the world versus Victorian Roller Derby League, number two in the world. Angel City pulled off the upset against Texas at their playoff. That was kind of a big deal and super fun to watch. The other teams they beat there were Rainy City and Bear City. Uh, Bear City by plenty. Rainy City by, um, actually about almost as many as they beat Texas by which is kind of amazing. Um, I think they did some really good game planning that day, too. It just seems like they they were very good at taking advantage of situations and being incredibly physical. Yeah. And the, the jammer rotation is phenomenal. It's nice to have Darby Dagger back. Rachel Rotten is an even better jammer this year with all that extra practice. Yep. Just a really smart jammer from understanding the game from both pr- perspectives. Pearl Jam... Bonnie Nicole Thunderstorms, <laughs> <laughs> and Blockers, Stewie Lion, Soledad, uh, Bugogi, Cracker Jack. I really loved watching play at playoffs. And uh, Whiskey Von Sweets. There's so many good players. Yeah, I, I always have loved Angel City. They've always been a really great team to watch. Like, I, you know, back, it's been a couple of years now, but Satan's Little Helper I liked, and I know... I miss her so much. I miss her, too. She's delightful to watch. But... They they have, you know, as players have left, they've managed to fill those spots really well, and I think that they still have a really good team vibe and team unity. I mean, from the outside, obviously. I don't know what goes on internally, but it, it just is fun roller derby to watch, and so it just feels like good roller derby, and so I've always been a fan. Yeah, and, and talking to Rachel Rodden earlier this year, like we talked a lot about her team like on and off the podcast episode itself, and it just sounds like they have a really solid structure with how the organization is run. I really liked how well they attack on and off skates training, um, the physical and the mental. Like It seems like they just kind of have a well-rounded program where they really grab it from all sides. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side, VRDL, they're not too shabby. Oh. They're they're kind of okay at roller derby, wouldn't you say? They're they're pretty okay at roller derby. Yeah. I mean you know. They've still got Sarah Chambers. They've still got um 
I didn't write enough of my notes down. Um, who's my favorite twirly ballerina? Help me out, Jammer. Oh, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. I, I'm sorry, I didn't write down the rosters today. I know, and I don't remember. Dang it! I know. I, I apologize. Th- I normally have all of these names off the top of my head, but I did not prep well today. I pushed Jackie's schedule. It's all my fault. Blame me. <laughs> um, you know, like, I was a little worried about the loss of Trample, but again, I feel like they're still well-ranked. They're still doing well this season without Trample. But there's been a few teams that have definitely made them sweat this year. Yeah. It's sometimes they've, they've lost, like they did to Denver. Other times they come back at the last minute, like they did against our rival. You know, it. I don't know that it could be a situation where they could get picked off, but I'm not sure if Angel City's going to be the one to do it or if it's going to be the next round. So, as much as I really want Angel City to go through, I think VRDL goes through the first game, maybe not the second. We'll have to see. Yeah, I also picked Victoria. I know you talked about some good wins that Angel City had by large margins. I just don't know if they're ready to tackle Victoria. Right. All right, we've got two more games left on Friday, but I think we're just going to take a quick break here and then tackle those because I feel like we've been talking a lot to introduce a lot of teams. This episode is brought to you by Bout Betty's, the only roller derby subscription service in the world. They offer a range of levels, so you're sure to find one that fits in your budget. The full packs and apparel-only pack options include custom apparel they design themselves or collaborating with derby skater artists to feature their artwork. There's so many fun colors and patterns in size small through 3X. The Bout Betty's full packs also include skate gear, accessories, and stickers. Yes, stickers. If you're one of those cool jean vest wearing types, you'll want to check out the Derby Flare Club option, which includes a mix of enamel pins, patches, stickers, and buttons made from the artwork of Derby artists. And the Classic Pack has non-custom apparel, gear items, accessories, stickers, and healthy snacks. How thoughtful. As for me, I super love the apparel. You may have noticed how often I wear it when I make videos for our Facebook page. The leggings, shorts, and sports bras are just amazing. Okay, the material is ridiculously silky smooth and soft. The first time I pulled on my Apex Predator leggings, I could not stop touching my legs and asking friends to also touch my legs so they could feel the magic that is this material. And it's so darn cute. There's mermaids, dinosaurs, steampunk, cats. Whether you're hitting the track, skate park, gym, book club, or grocery store, you will turn heads and bring joy to those you meet. Subscribe today using our podcast promo code POWER10 for 10% off your first pack at boutbetties.com. B-O-U-T-B-E-T-T-I-E-S.com. It's like Derby Christmas every single month. And yes, they do ship internationally. Once again, that promo code is POWER10 for 10% off your first pack at boutbetties.com. All right, now we're in dinner time on Friday at 6.30 p.m. We decided Texas was going to be in this game against the number one seeded team in the world, the holder of the Hydra Trophy. That's the Rose City Rollers. They're okay at roller derby. They're also okay at roller derby. Well, I mean, they've got Lauren Much, Bonnie Thunders, They've got so many weapons. They've got all those amazing blockers that are ridiculously good still. And I, I, I just don't know if anyone can take them down because they've had such a strong year. I mean, they beat Victoria by 80 points at Thin Air Throwdown in the end of September. That was not long ago at all. And that's one of the best teams in the world, too. Uh, they beat Gotham by 93 points at Thin Air Throwdown. They beat Denver by 87 points at Thin Air Throwdown. The Thin Air did not bother them at all. These teams did not come within spitting distance. Yeah, I think Rose is definitely the team to beat. And 
they are on top of the mountain right now. Everyone else is clawing their way up, and they're just, like, kicking them down. Like, no, my yep. mountain. <laughs> we have a coach. When we went to a tournament, said, this is your tournament to lose. And I kind of feel like that's where Rose is, and I don't think that they're in a position mentally or training-wise to want to lose this tournament this weekend, this, you know, this time. Yeah. So, I I feel like... As much, again, as I would love Texas to, you know, improve and move up and move on, I, I don't see that happening. I want this to be a truly amazing da- game where Rose gets tested in the first round to make it even more likely for other teams to be able to play well against them. But I think Rose City is going to go through. I think they're going to go all the way to the final. But they're going to go through this game. For sure. And then the final game on Friday is Gotham Girls Roller Derby, number three in the world versus we've decided home team Montreal is going to be in this spot. Gotham Girls. It was a big blow for that injury with Misty Maven, but dang, did they not play like bosses at Thin Air Throwdown. Like they have done such a great job coming together without uh, this player who has been a part of their team for so many years and is like kind of like a a glue a sticky glue player like I feel like she fell into the Bonnie Thunder's role but she's not Bonnie Thunder she's Miss Team Maven she's doing it her way it she's doing the endurance thing for the team but it was always her style instead and now without that player everyone else has to step up and I feel like they've been doing a pretty dang good job yeah I mean I Again, Gotham is one of those teams, you know, you are ranked that high in the world and it's hard and people people want to take things away from you and they want to beat you. And Yeah, and there was that section of years where it was almost like they were the, the evil villain or something yeah. because they were so dominating, had not lost a game right. in so many years at that time. And everyone was so eager to see them get beaten and now I really think that the script has flipped. Yeah. I think Rose City now is the one on top. And I think more people want to see Gotham come up and challenge again. I, th- I think that that would be, you know, if you're writing stories, that's a really good, it's a really good story to have. It's a great storyline, and I'm all about storylines. I love stories. <laughs> you know, what, what great story would it be for Montreal, the home team, underdogs, to try to, you know, take Gotham? Again, I just... Exactly. That's I, also a good story. I think this is a good story, but I don't think that that's how it ends. I think I think Gotham... I, I feel like Gotham has to go through at least one more round because yeah. I really want to see them do something. I want to see them come back from the the challenges that they've faced in yeah. the last few years. And I want to see them be able to do it with Miss Team Maven on the bench. Yes. Well, and I think if you're if you're talking about stories and you have a villain, but in the real world, villains don't just disappear, right? And we mm-hmm. don't want Gotham to stay the villain. You want them to kind of have a chance to redeem themselves. Well, they're the be, underdog yeah, now. They are, they the, are underdog. the underdog. And so that's that's a that's a big thing to do. Yeah. Um, So I want this game to be incredibly amazing. I want it to be super close. And I I think Gotham goes through on this round. But I think it's going to be... I'm I'm so glad it's the last game of the day because I think everyone's going to be, like, dizzy from cheering because of the home team being there, and it's going to be exciting. Um, I don't think we could handle another game after that one. No. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about Saturday. Saturday begins, apparently, oh, well, it... Oh, consolation game. Actually, Saturday begins with the the game without borders, but we're not going to pick that game as winner because you know what? Everyone's a winner for getting to play in that game. We're just going to cheer for good roller derby in that game. I agree. Yay. Go Team Indigenous. Go Jewish roller derby. Have a lot of fun. Live your best lives. And then at 1.30, who do we have uh, based on what we chose? Um, I have Philly and Dos Por Cuatro. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and again, they're really closely ranked. They weren't at the same playoffs, so they did not get to play each other yet. And 
you know, is number eight in the world, number 10 in the world, still pretty darn close. Who do you think is going to win this one? I have to pick with my heart. What and is I'm your heart say? Dos por cuatro. Oh, I you, really you say... would love to see them go forward and do well at their first, like, whiffed a championship game as the team from South America to come and do that. I just think that would be a really... Back to stories. This is a good story. Yeah, every time I think of uh, the team's... Uh... From Argentina, I start singing songs from Evita. <laughs> Just a little touch of star quality. Um, <laughs> which works for jammers. <laughs> um, that would be amazing. I'm going to go with you on that one. I think that would be really fun to see. And then the 3.30 game on Saturday, we have um, the one who didn't make it through on game three. Oh, so I chose Denver, but I think you chose Arch. <gasps> okay, so... Um, I think it's Arch, you think it's Denver, and we think that they are facing Angel. Angel. We both agreed on that. Yep. Who's going to win this game? Not Angel City. All right, so it's going to be Denver (laughs) or Arch Rival? Okay, that's that's fine. I have Denver. I mean, again, I really love Angel City. I'd like to see them do well. I think this is going to be a great game, but I think... You know, I think Denver for sure can beat them, mm-hmm. but you have um, Arch Rival there, and I think Arch Rival can take that one too. Whew. So either way, I think. Yeah. I think that's going to be a thing. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm really excited about that game. But I, I just want it to be a good game, and I, I, I think I agree with you that um, Denver or Arch will take that one. So then it takes us to, once again, dinner time, mm-hmm. where we, we go into the next uh, round. Gotham versus Victorian Roller Derby at 6 p.m. is what we have agreed upon is happening in game nine. Yes. This is going to be incredible. It's going to be I'm going to lose my game. mind. But last time they played each other, Victoria won by 71 points. Oof. That was really unexpected, yeah. honestly, uh, especially based on um, how Victoria's other games have been going. Um, it didn't seem like the differential should be that much. I feel like this one's going to be a lot closer. That, I did not look at the, the histories when I picked my, my winner for this matchup, but... Did you pick Gotham? I did pick Gotham. Well, you I know did. what? I would really like to see that, too. We might be wrong, but I think we're going to go with our storyline we have chosen for this championship, yes. which is that an underdog gets through to the final. And I don't see Victorian Roller Derby as an underdog. I don't no. see Rose City as an underdog. I feel like Rose City is definitely going to go there. So we need I, I need Gotham, Denver, or our tribal in the final. And... <laughs> And because of how the bracket is set up, I feel like Gotham's the only one that has that chance just yep. because of, of seedings. Yep. So let's put Gotham down and see what happens. All right. Maybe we'll be right. And if we're wrong, it's going to be something obvious instead. We like upsets here, don't I we? Do. Yeah. I think that would be great. And then the last game on Saturday is Denver versus Rose City. And last time they faced each other, it was... Where is that sheet of paper? Doop, doop, doop. Here it is. Denver lost by 87 points to Rose. Again, it's a big chunk of change, and it was that thin air throwdown. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and Denver still lost. I have Arch moving forward in this game, but I think that Rose City's still going to beat Arch Rival. All right, so at this point, our brackets converge, and we agree on Rose City winning this game, yeah. no matter who they play. Yep. But I really hope it's a good show. I hope so, too. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd love to see either one of those teams do well against Rose City. Like, I think, a, you know, they're great teams, and I think that it's going to be good derby to watch. Sounds fantastic. Let's take another quick break, and then we'll talk about the last day. Want to know how you can support our podcast and look super cool doing it? Visit our store at powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. We have something for everyone. Whether you like designs that make you feel powerful, like roller derby strong, 
to cartoon animals on roller skates like cats, elephants, llamas, and more. Our three newest styles include Sloth Roller Derby, Naps Before Laps, I Otterly Love Roller Derby, and Giver of Fox, for all of you out there who give a fox. Our store is full of super soft t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, accessories, and more. You get to pick the color and style. It's all up to you. And you can support this podcast. Visit our store, powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E dot threadless.com. Thank you for your support. We're back. Hi, Bella. Hi, Jackie. Did you enjoy our break? I did enjoy our break. I just filled her in on some of the stuff that I talked with Optimus Grimes about for the upcoming episode being released after Champs. This is you getting to know about it now, everybody else. <laughs> That's coming up very soon. Um, so let's talk Sunday morning. It's a consolation game at 12 p.m. We think it's Texas versus Montreal. We do. And... That should be a lot of fun, don't you think? I think it will. I think it will be, you know, their teams are a little different style. I think that um, here's that chance maybe where Montreal has the home team advantage and they can come and swoop it as underdogs. But I gotta, I gotta stick with my Texas. Well, I was looking here to see if they have even played each other. Like, I don't think they've played each other this year at all. I'm not sure when the last time they played each other might have been um, for any kind of uh, reference point. That's going to be tough because, once again, you've got the home team factor. I know. They could be an upset here. And there's, they are. They're closely ranked. <sighs> it could... I don't know. I've got two former podcast guests here, and I'm supposed to be choosing between them. This isn't fair. Free trade, miracle whips. I love you both. Oh, my heart. Rock, paper, scissors? Um, <laughs> but then I don't know who wins. Okay, are you, are you Texas? Okay, or, okay I'll be you're Texas. Texas. I'm Montreal. Oh, Texas <laughs> defeated me with the scissors. <laughs> okay, you're saying Texas. I'm just going to split it with you, and I'm going to say Montreal, because then um, either way, one of us wins Then we're all this. winners, yes. And it's a consolation game, so yeah. it's just for for Derby, for the joy of Derby, and next year, and whatever. Right. Uh, I hope it's an amazing game, because I think it could be a lot of fun. Everyone wins when it's good Derby. Yeah. Now, we have hypothesized that the 2 p.m. game for the bronze medal might be Victorian Roller Derby versus Denver or Arch or Arch (laughs) now man I want Denver or Arch rival whichever team this is I want them to medal so bad I really wish I had Arch winning before because I want them to medal so much. They have worked so hard for the last several years. At the same time, I can't knock Denver because they definitely look like they deserve it too. This is not to say VRDL doesn't. It's just, you know, they've had a few years here, and I really want to see these other up-and-comers get in there. Yeah. I think part of the reason – so I did choose Arch for the medal, and I think part of the reason was because I really want to see – that, you know, like, they get so close every year, and then they yeah. just can't crack it. I, I want to see my girl Brictator with a shiny metal yeah. around her neck. <laughs> but then I was just thinking about the, like, Denver-Victoria story, because then you have the, like, Lady Trample against her team. team. And so then that's, you know, do you... Do you root for Lady Trample with her new team to defeat her old team? Or do you root for her old team to, like, we can succeed without you? It's, it's a great story, story, regardless of, yeah, either way you look at it. And Denver did beat VRDL at Thin Air Throwdown at the end of September by 55 points. So Denver can do it because they've already proven it. And if our tribal is in the spot, they could do it because it was a 17-point game last time they played each other. That's not insurmountable. Right. Either one of these teams could beat Victoria. So, want to put them through? Yeah. Put them through. Okay. Denver or our tribal is winning third place. 
I'm saying Denver, you're saying our tribal. Either way, we will be really happy. Yes. Why can't everybody win? Yeah, you can't be sad if Victoria wins and we lose anyway. It's fine. Everybody wins. Right. It's great. That takes us to the championship game at 4.30 p.m. on Sunday. We think Gotham versus Rose. And I feel like I know which way this is going to go. It would be really fun to see an upset. It would be really fun to see an upset, but I uh, I have Rose. It's hard. It's hard. I want the underdog to win. I want mm-hmm. Gotham to like come back and be like, "Look, we've gone through so much, and we mm-hmm. can. We're still strong, and we can do that." And I think that that would be amazing. I don't think it's this year. I think I'm gonna put Rose City as the winner on my bracket. And Gotham as second place. I am a big fan of Rose City as well. I have a Bonnie Thunders Rose City jersey from the time they did that fundraiser. She's one of my derby heroes. But I think I'm going to do a lot of cheering for whoever faces Rose because I want to see an amazing final game. And I hope it's Gotham. I, I feel like it will be Gotham. I mean, unless Montreal's just going to come. Or or 2 by 4 They have to get past VRDL to get there. 2 by 4 is just going to come and sweep the whole thing. From that would be an amazing <laughs> surprise. I would burn my brackets and be happy about it if that happens. Whoa, whoa. That would be way too much deja vu of the North America Continental Cup oh. East. <laughs> like, Argentina, <laughs> where did you come everywhere. from? <laughs> Maybe they've been studying tape for years, and this is the time. I'm just happy they're here. I'm very excited about this. I think it's going to be a great weekend of roller derby. Want me to look for merch for you? <gasps> yes. Okay, we're going to talk merch after this, but I'm sure nobody else wants to hear us talk about no, merch. let's do that on our own. All right. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I'll do a quick outro after this transition music, and then hopefully see you at Champs. Let me know if you're going. Hi, it's Jackie again. So you might have been screaming at your speaker while you were listening to this, the name Anna Paviova, the name that I couldn't seem to come up with in the moment, because I certainly was feeling that way when I thought of it just a little while later after we were done. I literally was just like, how did I forget this? I consider myself to be pretty decent at remembering like names of skaters I admire, and I, I couldn't believe that one slipped my mind. And it it just comes out of your mouth so lovely, too. It's so funny that I forgot it. So I'm sorry, Anna Paviova. I actually love your skating and your name and sometimes misplace things in my brain because there's so much. <laughs> so before I go today, I want to do some thank yous like I do. I want to thank our longtime sponsor, Bout Betty's. Bout Betty's has been fantastic to me. I really love the apparel and the fun stuff that they have in their subscription boxes. And I just want to briefly recommend, it's after Halloween now. I'm allowed to talk about Christmas. Think about gifting a subscription to a friend or putting one on your wish list. So maybe someone will buy you one because I really love this stuff. I think you'd really love the stuff. So consider it. I also want to thank our brand new patron this week on Patreon. That is The Tempest. Thank you and pew pew, Tempest. Uh, we actually exchanged some emails back and forth and it was it was really lovely. Um, I want to also give my weekly shout outs. Thank you and pew pew to my my patrons of the Giver of Fox level and above, Rachel White, Tara Wiebenson, and the training team at Charlotte Roller Derby. I love you guys. And thank you to my transcribers, Genergy and Shakes, for your effort in transcribing episodes. Um, the benefits of becoming a patron include some fun stuff I can send you, like stickers, buttons, shirts. All patrons at every tier get access to our private Discord server where, we, you know, we have fun chatting it up, being all positive and exchanging training ideas. You get to submit questions when I'm having a guest on and you get access to all the transcribed episodes right now while I'm getting it going with trying to get like a website and a real place to host them long term. So it's this just fun little bubble of positivity and nice memes. If you want to get on board with this and you really enjoy the podcast, 
visit patreon.com slash powerforthwhistle to sign up. And if you're out there thinking, like, Jackie, I'm sorry, I'm broke. I play roller derby. I hear ya. I also do not have a lot of money and play roller derby. Something you can always do for free is leave me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It's a wonderful free way to really help me out by letting other people know you enjoy the podcasts. And I really appreciate all of you who share podcast episodes, including Erin Emmer and Sandra Paola Chitakapa on Facebook. Also, the Instagram story from Mama 357 says, love this episode. If you're not listening to at Power Fourth Whistle podcast yet, what are you doing? And that gave me just a hearty chuckle. I loved it. Thank you, Kelly Mama. And thank you to the people who sent messages this week of questions and topic ideas for the future. They are on my list, I promise. And I really hope I see some of you in Montreal. Like, hey, send me a quick message, tweet, Insta, whatever, if you're going to be there and you want to say hi. I would love to say hi. And you can totally come to the meetup Friday night. After the last game, we're going to go to the Beijing restaurant in Chinatown. It looks like it's just a quick 15-minute walk or a nine-minute ride from the hotel. We're staying at Delta Montreal with, um, you know, I think a lot of people are staying there. Totally hit me up. I would love to say hi. It's been fun talking to you guys. But let's end this episode. We have been talking about Derby and sharing Derby thoughts. Pew, pew! Thank you for listening to another episode of the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. I really hope those laser beams of positivity will carry through your day. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find us on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at Power Fourth Whistle. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E. You can find fun videos of on and off skates training on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Instagram. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast anywhere you can. Leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts is still the best way to help this podcast be found and spread those laser beams of positivity to more humans. Open the app, punch those stars, and leave me a pew pew!